Hi everyone. Thank you for attending today's session. Um, our session today is with um, Rishabh, um, a member and practitioner um, from India who is here to share his story and learnings about his journey over the past few years. Um, thank you, Rishabh, for coming on today and we're excited to hear more about your story. Yeah, thank you, Carl. So, <clears throat> I guess I'll take it up over from here. Can you hear me properly? Yes, perfect. Okay, first of all, I'll just seek an advance apology from everybody because throughout my talk, you will hear some noises and that will be me clearing my throat as I have some throat infection today. So, please bear with me. Uh, okay, I would like to start with a beautiful story, you know, to put everyone in a certain mood. So, once upon a time, two monks, you know, they were traveling through a forest and they suddenly realized that a lion is chasing them. So, they started running, trying to save their lives, you know. Then, after running for some time, they reached a cliff, a sort of dead end. And while the lion was still behind them. <clears throat> so they climbed down that cliff a little, you know, uh, where there was a rocky platform where they could stand. So it wasn't a very huge cliff. I mean, with some acrobatics, they could have climbed down. However, they, when they climbed down a little bit and they were standing on that rocky platform and they looked below, they found another lion, you know, roaming on the ground. At that point, the first monk, you know, he got a little scared that, Either ends there were at either ends there were there there was a danger you know upside there was a lion below downside also a lion was roaming now the place where they were standing had a bush of strawberries and this second monk no what he did he started eating strawberries suddenly and so the first monk uh, seeing this you know he uh, shouted at him hey that we are surrounded by danger at either ends and you are having strawberries. So, to this, the other monk replies, my friend, if we go behind, there is a lion. If we go forward, that is down, there is a lion possibly waiting for us. But at this very place where we are right now, these beautiful strawberries are offering themselves to us. And so, we must enjoy them. So, the moral of the story is that sometimes, you know, in life, we might have no control over situations. The past might be haunting us and the future might be uncertain. But in that very moment, we must try to see if there is something positive to look forward to. <clears throat> yeah, so hello everybody, I am Rishabh and I am from India. And it's great to be here and thanks to Carl and team for giving me this opportunity to connect with all of you to this platform. So thank you, Carl. Uh, so I started my spiritual journey many years ago and over the years, you know, I have progressed quite enough. And I believed I have achieved a certain sense of clarity and peace inside me. In today's talk, I wish to cover certain fundamental topics and aspects which many people might be doubtful in or confused about, especially the people, you know, who have recently started their journeys. Now, I'm not a guru or authority in these topics or any of these aspects, but I believe my years of progress and learning has definitely, you know, given me some wisdom so that I can empathize with others walking on the same path. Uh, now, because once I hold, I also had, you know, so many questions in my mind and I have been reading people's questions, comments on this platform as well. And also when I go to certain conferences or gatherings, you know, related to spirituality, I find such questions tingling in the mind of, mind of many people. So, <clears throat> so 
so without wasting time i think i'll start with my first topic and just move on to our core agenda so the first and most fundamental it's like a question like everybody many times they ask what it means to be aware so many people ask this and some are confused about it like what is this awareness everybody is talking about what what it actually means to be aware now this question is a little difficult to answer conceptually so the best way or the only way to explain is by making you experiences it directly so we will do an activity right now it's a quick activity just to give you a glimpse of what it means to be aware am i audible carl right yeah perfect yeah. so we'll start with this activity i just want everybody to so carl while i am speaking when i ask something you can just reply to me and i'll take that that as a reply by the audience right so that i can be assured that you guys are listening and there is no loss of connection sure okay so we'll start with this very small activity i want everybody to be in such a position that you you are able to move your arms freely so whether you are lying down on your bed or sitting on a chair or standing doesn't matter just make sure your arms are free to move sideways or up, up down so i'll give you 10 seconds for this just to be in a comfortable relaxed position and make sure the arms are movable so once you are ready carl you can let, let me know ready ready <clears throat> great now what i want you to do is uh raise right hand up in the air yeah very good now raise it down yeah now if i ask you what did you just do what would you what would uh, would be your most obvious answer that i raised my right hand up right yeah okay but i but i just want to say here that uh, that would be wrong because actually i raised your right hand okay uh, it was me who ordered your mind or in a or we can say that ask your mind to raise your right hand so your mind or your brain you know it calculated that it is safe to raise my right hand and this guy here giving the talk you know is asking me to let me do it so the point i want i want to make is it was a very uh, automatic activity done by your body right now now let let us do once more this time again raise your right hand but do it slowly and each and every moment become conscious of it that you are raising it watch your hand or feel your body your brain giving signals to your muscles you know and you are raising your do it slowly your focus should should be totally on your hand now by focus i don't mean just by looking at your hand you, you should feel it going up and you you controlling moving it upwards were you able to do that yeah okay so i just want to realize uh, i want you to realize the difference between the two times you raise your hands the first times i'm sure many of you uh, might have just suddenly raised your hand up in the air you know uh, because that was said by me so your body you know auto auto your brain automatically calculated all the things it had to do and order your ordered your muscles in your hand to lift themselves you know to, to lift your hand up and the second time when you did it you were focusing on your hand doing that thing going up in the air so the second time you were more aware of your bodily processes what was happening with you right yeah now why i why i just made you do this activity is that most of the time in our life you know the body operates this way it operates automatically 
as it learns like when you are growing up no how to react in several situations uh, so not only at a physical level but even at a mental level uh, what happens is any external stimulus you know any external agency sends some sort of signals to us uh, and we so it may be anything whether it's responding through body or whether taking any decisions most of the times well certainly people who are not very you know uh, uh, spiritually active or have not progressed much on their path the, the body operates this way uh, it will take some decisions even at a thought level or at a physical level and you will think that you did that it is i mean it, it is like a uh, it, it's very i mean difficult to also realize that uh, you were not doing it actually uh if you have not progressed much actually if if you are not focusing on yourself much so the body will do its thing and you will think that you have done it and but but it's not really that like that you know and the now on uh, when you progress on a spiritual path and you start becoming more aware of yourself on a day to day basis you will become aware of what your mind is doing and how it is behaving for for example right now we are discussing it can you guys feel your tongue yeah feel that fleshy thing inside your mouth so before i said that it was it's not that it wasn't there but your focus your uh, attention was not on that right now you can clearly feel that fleshy thing moving around in in your in your mouth yeah even i can feel it while speaking so it's always the focus of our attention you know what what we are conscious of or are we aware of what our body is doing what our brain is doing let us do one more activity i mean at a little deep and one at a thought level i'll ask you a question carl all right and uh, you have to just think of the answer okay yeah can you reply to me yes or no yeah sure okay so i just i'll ask you a question and and i'm asking this question to everybody so uh, <clears throat> and think of that answer in your mind okay don't speak it if you have to speak speak inside yourself so ready so the simple question is what is the color of a banana so have you thought of it yeah okay uh, now speak it the answer yellow very nice that was an easy one isn't it so yes. now the now the thing is let me explain you something as soon as i asked you what is the color of a banana inside your mind you must, when you thought of the answer as i told you to think you must have heard you must have heard a voice yellow right yeah yeah because that was you actually now uh, now the important point here is that voice actually that wasn't you speaking that was your brain speaking to other center other areas inside your brain because it was asked and it was asked a question by an external agency that was me that what is the color of a banana so it and and that was in english language so it has to calculate the response in english language as well so that it can make the other parts of the brain which control your mouth ready to speak out the thing right so yes. and this all activity also happened automatically you might think that you were thinking you you came out with the response banana but it was just your brain uh, creating some neural signals which you became aware as an audio called the word banana so it was all some signals happening inside your brain but you could be you you were aware of that in the form of an audio banana which you could hear which you could hear inside your brain you know isn't that amazing and along with that i am sure you must have also seen an image of a banana yeah that's the first thing yeah. i saw 
yeah because that the mind works that way so it will translate the uh, the images you know then into the audio i mean so that that's the way might some sometimes sometimes you'll not hear an audio inside your brain sometimes but images is most most likely you'll see always because that's the first thing brain you know learns so for example when you are a child you may not even know a language so at that time brain communicates with other areas inside the brain like you know through the signals which a child will uh, be conscious of as visual images so again the point is not like i am not trying to teach neuroscience or anything but the point is again the brain did an activity automatically it got an external agencies you know some signals like what is the color of banana it generated a voice yellow now the point is that uh, don't identify yourself as the voice you are just you sh- you just have to be aware of that voice your brain is generating that voice and that is what it means to be aware you know uh, at a day to day basis the thoughts that your brain is generating you will think many times that you are thinking that you are your thoughts you are that voice but you are not that you just have to be aware of that and when you are aware of that no the thing is you will not allow those thing to control you otherwise if you are functioning on an automatic uh, pilot autopilot system no your body your brain will control you based on the conditioning you know they have undergone underwent uh, throughout your childhood and upbringing like how to react in certain situations it will do its job naturally but as soon as you focus on it you you become aware of it you can have certain sense of <coughs> control over your body bodily processes and even the emotions and you know stuff like that so now now i don't know how effective was the activities which i just did for all of you I, but i'm sure some of you might have seen a glimpse of what it means to be aware because again it's difficult to express in words it's it's only you know if you experience it yourself you can understand uh, we'll come back to it again now my second thing uh, the second topic is what is meditation actually so if you do a google search quickly or when what is meditation the first thing especially google images the first thing you'll see is a buddha sitting in a lotus position at is that is the most common meditation position you'll find across cultures india china or even japan especially in the eastern eastern parts and now <clears throat> i mean the whole world follows that these days now what is this thing i mean people sitting in a lotus position trying to look inwards you know what are they trying to achieve i mean sometimes they'll go into a forest and do the same stuff sometimes they'll find a group of people and do the activity together now some of you might be very advanced in meditational practices so this might not interest you too much but especially who are you know the people who are beginners they sometimes thinks why i mean why i have to do this activity what it will give me why do i have to sit in a certain position and do this what is the purpose of all this now <clears throat> what i have learned over the years you know it is not really necessary to sit in a certain position or do it a certain way i mean to do meditate to meditate it is not a sort of activity or a physical thing you have to do the whole point of meditation is again to be aware of yourself you know to reach that pure inner state of consciousness where you don't identify yourself with anything external and just try to be aware of you who you are now you can do meditation if you want to sit while lying down in a bed even when you reach an advanced stage you can meditate all your day while walking while doing your office work it all comes to how aware you are in the moment if you are fully aware in the moment watching even your body doing the things so for example right now the words are flowing through my mouth 
my brain is generating the responses you know the talk i have prepared and all i'm fully aware of what is happening inside me so even at this point i'm meditating but why do those people recommend you know sitting in a position and all that is because when you are a beginner uh, first of all you may not understand yourself 100% truly and also many external distractions are there for you you know which can uh, act as uh, some sort of inhibitors so that's why some people go to a secluded place a peaceful place where there is there is as many as you know less distraction so that you can focus inside you more so <clears throat> that that's the purpose of it so uh, some people go to forest in india many people go to himalayas you find many people meditating there while now unfortunately i didn't go but i i can meditate i mean even while walking talking whatever it's it, it all comes comes to the final thing that is the how aware you are in the moment of your body doing certain things of you doing certain things of the environment around you uh so that is my take on you know uh, meditation as an activity or as an intent or what what it means to meditate basically now <clears throat> another thing uh, let's move on to our next topic that is how life changes after self realization or after you have had an authentic inner experience what after that so when i was on my path initially and i had this shocking inner experience you know which many of you might have i mean you must be having and which turned my world upside down so i i had this question i mean this sort of confusion inside myself also uh, <clears throat> so many people you know when they have certain inner experiences they think of renouncing the world you know like what is my purpose why am i why am i living in this materialistic world what is the point of it anyway if it's all an illusion or what or if my inside i mean you you try to make up some theory or come out with some conclusions so i just want to uh, touch upon this a little that what happens once you have an authentic inner experience and you realize your true nature well the thing is uh, your uh, life is uh, in terms of living your life you will still have to live your life uh, well uh, will will you feel less pain or anything like that but not really because you still have a body and this body responds to external stimuli so even if you are progressing good on your spiritual journey you have some inner realizations even after that you your body will uh, generate all sort of signals whether it's a pain signal or depression or happiness everything you'll feel but the only difference will be that you will be more aware of it you will be fully aware of what is happening inside you and as it is happening you can just watch that thing happening from a distance you will become a third person inside yourself so your your perspective of seeing yourself uh, in this universe will shift drastically after you have a true realization you know and you'll know it yourself i mean you will not have to ask anybody or anything you'll you'll become more original you know uh, <clears throat> and there is no need to renounce the void nothing like that so i i usually call this you know like a, a balance between inner world and outer world uh, definitely once you have your experiences you will become more peaceful and because you'll you'll be more in control of yourself whether your thoughts or your body controlling you as we just saw in the activity also which we did now uh, many times when people have these realizations you no know, they start uh, as i said renouncing the outer world they become distant from it because the reason is they might not find many people like them around them 
so they start feeling very alone and very you know like why are even they inside in this world around such people now this is a very nice platform like uh, where you can connect with all like minded people but when you are not like you will really feel lonely and you will think about your uh, you will have some existential crisis you know so nothing to worry about actually you have to participate in the outer world or the material world just like you were doing before and without this outer world no the material world the inner world means no sense your true inner self has no significance without an outer world so one has to be equally active in the outer world because that is crucial to the your, your body to exist you know for the even for a better health of your body your body is a social being actually it has to it has to participate in this worldly activities and if you renounce that that may not end in a very balanced life unless you have very different uh, ambitions of becoming a monk or something where you want to totally seclude yourself so i wouldn't even recommend that to participate in this world become happy enjoy the experiences drive a car you know go to places travel do every material activity but just don't get obsessed with it just don't attach yourself to it so that you know you become addicted or of something or just like that and you will not do that when you truly have an inner experience no nobody has to tell you that you will naturally feel uh, you 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 will become active in the world without getting very attached to it so that's a difference which will come to you after having a after you realize you know your true nature so all feelings will be there but you will just be more aware of those so you uh, so that you can more you know control them up to some up to some extent <clears throat> so that's it uh, that would be like that that was all in this topic now the next thing is the case for special abilities superpowers this is a very common topic many people get excited on especially when they are you know new on this path you will read in books that yogi can lift himself up in the air a person who can move things from his mind no i am not i am no expert in this area and i don't have any super power and nothing like that and <clears throat> personally i am yet to meet a man who can who has any kind of power through which he can defy the laws of physics i personally believe that is not possible in this universe with any kind of yoga you get any power with which you defy the laws of physics unless you are at an event horizon instead of black hole you know where all laws of physics break down so now as i said i am not an expert in this area so the point which i want to make is not whether you will gain any power or not someone might have gained something i mean you you definitely there are some yogic exercises something through which you have better control over your physiology you know over your biology but nothing will allow you to defy the laws of physics so far as per my experience now again the point not whether you gain something or not the point is that should not be your primary objective on a spiritual journey on this path i mean this is a path of peace a path of love a path of realizing your true inner nature this is not the path of achieving some extra power you know and think about for a moment why would you want to achieve a super power like that just to make just to feel special maybe or to show off or just to have a new adventure and there are there are a lot of ways to have adventures but on this path don't make anything like that i mean somebody might get excited by reading some books i like yogis lifting themselves up in the air or something like that but that is always not their uh, primary objective as well you may achieve something as a side effect who knows but 
the main point is on this path your only objective should be to gain an authentic inner experience and realize your true nature and sh- that will shift your perspective you know with which you view this world and the place you see yourself in this universe <clears throat> so that's my take on special abilities now the uh, next topic is uh, scientists versus mystics so many times you will see debates on you know even internet or youtube uh, a scientist will at one end of a spectrum you'll find a scientist who is who is trying to study consciousness and at one end of a spectrum is a mystic so the scientists try to study consciousness you know from an objective uh, from a, like like they do study other things like in an, in an experimental way where they try to measure something a very objective method of you know studying anything whereas a mystic or a uh, let's say uh, he takes a more experiential approach like looking inside yourself rather, rather than studying yourself from a third person point of view now <clears throat> why i am bringing this topic up is uh sometimes you will find extremes of such person sometimes you will find a uh, so for example in science also you know this inner experience this consciousness there is it is very well defined so in science it is called uh, the prob- uh, the hard problem of consciousness like what it means to you know feel something be aware of something so for example you might see like when you see a red color what it means to feel that redness of the red you know definitely you are uh taking in a certain wavelength of light and you are responding you feel something but that redness i mean that is feeling and becoming aware of that redness of the red is the property of our consciousness so it is defined as the hard problem of consciousness and st- scientists try to study it from a third third person you know point of view like measuring something through your brain uh but i feel they miss something because this inner experience this inner you know this consciousness it's not a thing actually that you can touch feel or do anything about it it's even difficult to express in human language you know like as i said it's very difficult to explain conceptually so how do you study it you know from a third person point of view it's like a mirror trying to see itself it's very difficult uh, on the other hand the mystics you know they go inside themselves like many of you like many of us we have our own inner experiences through which we better understand consciousness which is we only which is i mean it's not we are different from it so <clears throat> but the point is if you don't have the knowledge the scientific knowledge you know like the knowledge of neuroscience or psychology or anything brain science or anything like that you might get confused about what is happening to you like even your inner experience you might get confused about what is happening especially i say beginners on this path and if you have only knowledge of science like neuroscience or brain science and you haven't had any inner experience still you are missing a big thing because you will not be able to directly experience the thing which you are trying to study so the point is that one should walk both the paths the path of factual knowledge the path of science as well as the path of inner experience the experiential path to have a balanced understanding of yourself your body and your place in this universe now even at a scientific level if we say you know if we go to work a quantum level quantum science so there have been certain experiments like the young's double slit experiment the or more interestingly the quantum eraser experiment where you will see that particles certain particles like electrons or photons they behave differently if you try to measure their properties so it's like a particle knows that you are trying to measure it and it will behave differently 
so now i don't want to make any conclusions here but there are some possibilities like many people have inter interpreted it this way you know that the act of observing a particle changes its behavior that may be reinterpreted as you know uh, if we are conscious of a particle you know if we are consciously seeing or observing what is what it is trying to do the particle will behave differently and that's a fact i mean this is a fact in quantum physics you can search about the quantum eraser experiment or double slit experiment that particles behave differently when you try to observe them now whether it has a direct relation to consciousness consciousness or not i don't want to make any conclusions but several books even you will find on this topic but there are always possibilities you know from even such scientific experiments that our consciousness may play a pivotal role you know in shaping the nature of reality around us the universe around us but it is just a possibility i don't want to conclude anything because i'm not a scientist or an ex expert in this matter so but the point is that over the time as we go into the future no we will see both the paths the path of mysticism and the path of science merging into one as our understanding evolves you know uh <clears throat> so yeah the summary is that you should have a knowledge of outer world as well and you should have you should focus on getting an inner experience as well that will only give you a, a complete understanding for example personally when i was initially on my path no i didn't have much knowledge about how our brain works how our physi physiology you know works and i but i had this inner experience definitely which which made me a seeker but then i read a book by david eagleman he is a neuroscientist and the book is incognito it's a very simple book like he explains neuroscience and basic things in very simple language but as i read it you know my <laughs> world sh shifted upside down like many things which i was confused about you know what is happening inside me it cleared out which even my inner experience could not clear out so i just realized that day that both the paths are good and you should walk on both the paths the path of facts the path of studying yourself from a third person and then being the first person having an inner experience when you walk the walk both on both both of the paths you know you'll have a very well balanced understanding and you'll very most of the confusions in your head you know what is happening to you will get clear out so yeah that was my take on scientists versus mystics and i think considering the time half an hour has gone by i think that's that should be good enough for today from my side i'll just end my talk you know with a beautiful haiku so for those of you who don't know haikus are basically three liners poetry uh, so i'll just speak it after that we can have a q and a if required we are a traveler take the road and find yourself the road leads nowhere thank you thanks carl Thank you so much, Risha. Um, we'd now like to open it out. Um, if, if in case anyone has any questions, um, can you please post um, uh, in post a question, or if you'd like to speak and ask the question yourself, just uh, DM us and we can ask the question. Or you can ask the question directly. Um, our first question comes. Um, this was amazing and extremely relatable and helped answer a lot of questions I had in my mind. I wanted to ask: Did you have any highs? and most on the path and how can you overcome that okay but i want to understand what do you mean by highs and lows here i mean do you do you mean that uh, my understanding of myself like 
the clarity and non clarity or what what is high and lows here emotional highs and lows or what mm. <laughs> i mean emotional lows okay fine <clears throat> see again when it comes to emotions now emotions are not very you know uh, how to say emotions are not spiritual by nature emotions are something that your body causes to you and you feel them so emotions uh, very much depend upon your external factors like what is happening to you let's say you have had a very troubled relationship something bad happened to you definitely your body will generate negative emotions or depressing emotions so for me if you ask me on my path uh i had i have had my own experiences where there were there were ups and downs but as I, as i said uh, that is not going to change even if you realize yourself or i mean how progressed you are on your path even that doesn't matter emotions will come and go the only point is how aware are you in that moment that emotion is when that emotion is coming inside you let me say uh, if i if i uh, if somebody says a very bad thing to you you'll feel a sort of anger inside you right that is a very natural property of the body but the point is are you aware in that moment that your body is generating something inside your brain and you are and that is causing you to feel anger the anger is basically nothing but some neural signals inside your brain which you perceive as a feeling which makes you angry <laughs> so it's always like uh, there will be ups and downs i have had my ups and downs but as i said after inner experiences you tend to feel more peaceful definitely and because you and and one strange outcome is that you you'll feel love for everybody you'll be able, even even able to empathize with criminals you know now even if i see a see a criminal you know i'm still able to feel love for him just like a mother will feel love for his son so to a mother his son or daughter however bad they are they will still feel love for them uh, uh, so that that is a way your mind will also become after realizing your true inner nature because all the all the conditioning your brain has had no that this is a bad person this is wrong that will wash off totally so ups and downs will be there but you will be more aware in the moment yeah somebody is asking what was the book's name the book on neuroscience i get it is incognito by david eagleman yeah and uh, steven has answered that fine yeah then you have another question um I've been on the path for quite a while and the difficulty I have sometimes um I have sometimes is living in a society with people who are completely <coughs> unaware. I feel sometimes a sadness about the current state of the world and all the suffering. How do you feel about that? Oh, well, that's a great question actually. I also think of that I mean on a day-to-day basis like what is the state of the world? Now the thing is uh, your first part of the question like you have difficulty living in a society with people who are completely unaware uh well that's true up to some extent because when you have people around you whom you cannot relate to who are who have no level of awareness you, you may feel a little sad i mean you may feel a little lonely at times and uh, you can do nothing about it actually <laughs> it's all always again in that moment try to be aware that difficulty which you face no that difficulty is also a product of your mind actually that when some when people like you are not around you your brain will again trick on you it will make you feel lonely and that is that is the point where your true inner awareness comes in you have to be aware be aware of that emotion inside you that emotion of loneliness 
and if you are aware of it you will be better better able to you know control yourself control your body you will not really feel you know will not really have the difficulty i mean uh, i hope i make sense uh, it's the same thing you have to just be aware of what is happening with you now the next thing is the sadness about the current state of the world well definitely i mean uh, you cannot change the world i mean you cannot just uh, snap your finger and the world will change well, well sometimes let me tell you i am a vegetarian you know and i hate to see when somebody cuts a chicken uh, and it's not it's not a new thing you know like people eat meat and all and uh, so it's a very <laughs> somebody might be laughing at me like what he is speaking but when i see an animal sacrifice to you know uh, satisfy your hunger i feel very bad so it's a very sad affair you know in this world but i i, I cannot do anything about it what i can do is i cannot eat animals that is the my, that is my part so there is this beautiful saying that uh, be the change you want to see in the world so this is not, definitely not a perfect material world the outside world which you are living in but as long as you do your activities you know with which you feel that you are taking a good responsibility i think that that should make you happy but yeah definitely this is this is not an ideal world where everything is happening according to you and also you know everybody have their own definition of an ideal world for you something might be bad for other person that might not be bad you know like uh, some people enjoy eating they cannot live without eating uh, meat or something well i totally despise that so to them this world is very nice that aspect of this world to me it is very bad so who am i to decide that this world is bad or who is he to decide i mean who is right nobody can say so right because everybody have their own expectations so make your own world what you like to be what you want to see in this world what makes you happy do that activity and that is your world i mean that is how you can live that is how i can answer this thank you um and also what meditation technique do you do nothing <clears throat> so as i told you there is i don't believe that meditation is a technique or anything an activity like it's not like uh, something you have to think physically the core core purpose of meditation or any of this activities i mean you know is only to feel the awareness and also not feel the awareness i mean to feel yourself i mean you are that awareness you are it so as i said earlier you don't have to achieve anything you are already it you just have to <laughs> take the dust away from yourself the conditioning that has been applied to you and that uh, and just feel your true inner nature and so there is no technique i mean some, uh, to me it happened naturally actually and after that i i i was able to like realize sorry or understand what meditation is before that meditation meant nothing meant nothing to me i was a college student you know who enjoyed the uh, this material world i love to ride bikes and also i still love them but i didn't have any inner experience so meditation meant nothing to me it was a boring thing but but once i had that experience after that i came to know what what the purpose of meditation is so there are certain techniques you will find in certain books you can follow if you like them i don't follow anything i just lie down on my bed sometimes well as as i told you even right now i am meditating because i am fully aware of myself okay so most of the times now i have advanced quite enough that most of the times in my day to day time i am aware of what is happening inside me so i am meditating all the times but if if you don't feel that way i I'm, i mean everybody is different you just try to sit down lie down on your bed be in a relaxed position where there are no external distractions means uh, you know no external agencies that can distract you uh, you can go to a secluded place also that's also fine so that you can focus totally inside you uh, no technique per se i mean just try to look inside you uh, uh, 
some techniques you can try for example you can meditate on something let's say some point source of light or even your breath you might have heard a lot of breath meditation so in that you just try to focus on your breath as much as possible and limit all external distractions when you'll focus on that soul certain things no you will find your true inner nature so that's how i do it but it's difficult to explain in words you if we can sit together some day maybe we can do some activity together thank you for that um um another question um about sensitivity the more aware i become the more sensitive i become sometimes it can get too much to feel people and the settings for me that comes intuitively i can at times feel what people are feeling how do you feel about that absolutely true uh <clears throat> the more aware you become the more sensitive i mean that's a very obvious thing right the more aware you are the more sensitive you has to you have to be naturally because that is what all awareness means but again the point i which i made earlier also uh, so so like you you are saying that sometimes it can get too much to feel so again feelings catch this word feelings or emotions are again the product of your brain the matter inside your brain so when you get that feeling try to become aware of that feeling try to become aware inside you what is happening it might and that feelings might be difficult you know they can be negative feelings or happy feelings whatever if you are aware in the moment you you will wash your feelings from a third person's perspective you wash them come and go definitely sensitivity will be heightened and that's a good thing you know uh, when you are more sensitive to things you uh, you you can better you know deal with uh, matters also and you'll the more sensitive you are the more love you will see for other human beings other animals in this world uh and that is a very authentic way of living actually but the only negative thing you are saying that it makes you feel you know negative or very bad or sad so that is the moment where have, where you have to be aware of what is happening inside you so some some part of sadness will definitely be there but i would say enjoy it actually cherish it and just uh, try to be more aware that is what i can say thank you um i think kundalini and global awakening is our only path to create lasting peace and stability on earth there are too many different opinions and we need to find the middle for all of humanity <clears throat> you agree we live in a kaliyuga yuga and the next step is either a new golden age for all of us or complete destruction see this is a statement which you are asking is something related to the i mean this world like what will happen next uh, is this this yuga i mean you must have read this from some indian literature like kali yuga satyug there are various yugas some systems well i have not defined all those and i even if i believe or doesn't do not believe in them that should make no sense to you actually because i am i don't have any proof this is kali yuga next will be golden age and uh, i'm sorry to say but i have no <laughs> i cannot answer this question i can just state my beliefs and i do not have any evidence or any inner experience also that can uh, with which i can tell you with surety that next is the golden age i mean the golden age is inside you actually as soon as you realize your true nature your golden age has started believe me now once every per- all people you know most of the people on this planet become aware like that you can call that a golden age and as long as they are attached to materialistic things becoming greedy and, and lost in addiction i think you can call it a kali age so I, i i don't know if there is some time that will come after this many years when golden age will start i really cannot answer that question 
I can just tell you your golden age will start as soon as you become more aware and you progress on your path. Thanks. Thank you. And uh, I think we'll take our last question now, uh, okay. which is actually a follow-up question. Um, it, it, it is a bit hard uh, to differentiate between my feeling and other feelings when in a group setting with people. Have you, any, have you had any experience with that? I just want to read it. it. Reread. It is a. It is as it hard sometimes to differentiate between my feeling, and others' feeling. When in a group setting with people, have you? I don't really understand this question. I mean, your feeling. I mean, are you saying that you are totally able to feel others' feelings? Like the same thing. I think sensi sensitivity. Yeah. It's a, It's sort of a same question which you asked. That you are able to empathize too much with people. That you start feeling. Uh, so, for example, if a person is experiencing sadness, you start feeling that sadness inside you, which is a great, I mean, great thing. You should not be, uh, you should not feel sad about this fact, actually. If you are able to empathize with other, other people, you will be able to understand them as good as they understand themselves. Just like I am trying to understand you right now, because I can feel what you feel about others when, and uh, when they feel certain things. So it's a good thing. Uh, that you can feel, so you can uh, understand them better, you can have a very good relationship with them. Because when two people understand themselves at a, such an emotional level, you know, they, I mean, that's the nature of that's the nature of a social relationship, relationship should be, you know, you should be able to empathize with each other. But your only problem, I seem that you start feeling yourself sad, and it maybe depresses you and all. So again, there your own mental awareness comes into pictures, you will feel somebody's feelings. But are you again aware of this? Are you are you again aware that their feelings are generating certain feelings inside your brain? You cannot do anything about it. You cannot, uh, I mean, uh, ask them to leave the room, right? If you feel, you feel. But the only the only thing is uh, try to be more aware of that situation and relate to them. Talk to them. You know, it's good that you feel. Yeah, it might be hard to balance sometimes. But that you'll that only with the time you'll learn. You know, the more maturity and clarity you get in your mind. There is nothing that I can tell you or somebody can tell you which will cause you to become, uh, you know, uh, let's say, overnight very good about it. I mean, it's with time. The more maturity you have, more clarity of mind, you'll become better at handling those emotions and maintaining that balance. I guess that is how I can answer that. Great. No, thank you. Thank you so much, Rishabh, for. For, for your time today, for taking these questions and for a lovely talk and hearing about your story. Um, yeah, th thank you so much for participating and thank you everyone on the audience for being here with us tonight. Um, and have a great night or good mo great morning, um, wherever in the world you are. Thank you. Yeah, thanks a lot, Carl. And very nice to connect with all of you. And uh, uh, please don't take all of my opinions as a guru as an authority those were just my experiences my opinions if you resonate i mean if you feel resonance with them good for you otherwise you are on your free path to you know experience yourself to gain your own wisdom that is the beauty of uh, life you know thanks thank you